0: 2016, in my opinion, we won because you can't have the all time uh, super fan Ohio State refs co- uh, ref in that fucking game and then expect to get the spot in which JT Barrett clearly did not get the fucking first down. Didn't do it, but hey, that's fine. Fucking Wilton Spade had to get hurt, throw a fucking interception, throw blah blah, fuck off. Wilton Spade can't even get the ball in from the two-yard line. He can suck a dick. Anyways, so we lose that game. Uh, then we got Oak Horned in the fucking 2017 season. John O'Corn, I don't know how he fell for this fucking deal. This is why I hate when people say he looks great in practice. Because people said John O'Corn, oh, you should see him in practice. Who gives a shit if he's great in practice? Who gives two flying fucks? I am the Allen Iverson of fucking podcasters when I'm saying practice? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you giving me practice? I want to see it when the fucking metal meets the road and we gotta get everything going. Going, fucking brass tax time, motherfuckers. I don't want to hear about practice. Oakhorn fucked us in, o- in 17. He, I mean, you'd have to be nine feet tall to be able to catch the pest at Gentry. Granted, I'm not a huge Gentry fan, but he was overthrown in that. You throw, you put Shea Patterson in there, even in the antiquated bullshit offense we had in 2017. He hits Gentry for a game-winning goddamn touchdown. But, hey, that's life, right? And in 2018, we had old man fucking uh, numb nuts, our defensive coordinator, defensive line coordinator that probably gave up all the secrets to Urban Meyer, and we get routed in our arrogance also in 2018. So it's not like they have completely dominated us. So, yeah, you can say and you can predict Michigan to fucking win a game, motherfuckers. It's in the big house. We're changing everything. How about you So show some motherfucking belief in our team and pick us to win? Ain't no one's going to come to you and be like, ah, sorry, we got to fire you because you, sir, you picked Michigan to beat Ohio State. I know that's your job as a Michigan podcaster or a Michigan media personality is to fucking be pro-Michigan. Yeah, dude, there's at least three games we can lose next season or this season coming up. At least three if we don't play well. But guess what? I have faith we're going to fucking pull that shit out. Grow a pair of balls, motherfucker, and say we're going to win that goddamn game. And I could say who it is, but I'm not going to. It's not like this podcast is even big enough for that dude to even pay attention. And what is it with Michigan podcasts nowadays? These hosts are trying to be funny. They suck. They're not funny. Stick with what you know. Don't try and do this or do whatever the fuck it is. It makes me, it disgusts me. It's awful. Tack. It's stupid. At least... I I create a funny situation. All right. You may not find it funny. Oh, well, fuck it. I'm still funny, and I guarantee you I'm funnier than those couple of assholes. Anyways, let's move on. Right. I already talked about Tate Martell. Oh, we'll close off with this little bad boy. I read something in Sports Illustrated. They have given the 10 greatest, the 10 greatest uh stadiums college stadiums in in football right okay they're idiots because i'll give you their 10 and by using their their 10 i will rearrange it to the appropriate 10 and the way they should be listed starting off number 10 for them happy valley penn state first of all no they should be way higher Number nine, The Swamp. Okay, sure. Tennessee is number eight. Husky Stadium, Washington is number seven. Six, Clemson, Death Valley is number six. The Shoe, number five. LSU, Death Valley, number four. And let's face it, guys, can you just pick one Death Valley? There can't be two. I'm sorry. One of them gets it. The other one's got to give it up. Sorry. And Clemson's won the most national titles in the last 10 years. So LSU, find another fucking thing. The Funky Bayou, the the whatever. Just whatever you got. Craziness with the gumbo. I don't care what it is. You know what I mean? The Levy. <laughs> whatever. Uh, fucking Camp Katrina. I don't care whatever you call it. LSU, you got to change it. Because Clemson... Owns Death Valley now. They're better than you. They have more success against Alabama than you. Uh, You don't get to keep Death Valley. I'm sorry. Get rid of it. Done. Over. Argument settled. Uh, Notre Dame at number three. By the way, not everybody knows this, but Notre Dame, (coughs) jealous mother effers as they are, they copied the big house, just made it a little bit smaller, and made their made their uh stadium that's right that is the replica of the big house notre dame stadium just so you know that so touchdown jesus shove it because you're robbing our stuff i mean you're just jealous it's it's sad but it's okay um number two the big house hey fucking fantastic we're number two but i'll be quite honest the thing that irritates the fuck out of me is what number one is the number 1 place is the Rose Bowl. You don't get to be number 1 because you have a bowl game, all right? You have UCLA who hasn't been good for 30 years and you have and you have USC who hasn't been good in 10, easily 10. You don't get to be the that thing is falling apart. All right, Pasadena is a garbage town. The the fucking uh the Coliseum hasn't been renovated ever. I mean, there's been more sports accidents and more people hurt in that in that fucking stadium because of how dilapidated it is than anywhere else in the country. You don't get to be number one because you're the granddaddy of them all fucking Rose Bowl. No, nope, don't buy it. Don't agree with it. Fuck off. So this is how, this is my number. This is my 10. Using the same schools. All right. Number 10, Washington, the Husky Stadium. Don't care. Fuck them. Who cares? They're Pac-12. They're barely good again. I'm not interested. And I think maybe you have like 80,000 people. (laughs) Who cares? Number nine, let's go with Tennessee. Don't care about them either. Awful team, worthless team. Yeah, it's 106,000 people. Whatever rocky side rocky hilltops whatever the hell they claim or whatever they yell fuck off don't care uh tennessee number nine uh number seven oh number eight my fault number eight we will go with lsu because you're not the best death valley you need to change your name so you're gonna get stuck at number eight don't really care plus your sec who gives a shit about you i mean i'm I'm done with sec in general uh number seven we've got the swamp good with the swamp right there very good with the swamp at seven uh man where did i oh there we go number six we'll go with the rose bowl i'll give the rose bowl six that's fine you got the granddaddy of them all that's worth being number six even though you're a piece of shit old ass stadium That you haven't housed a winning team in at least a decade. I mean, USC and UCLA have been an embarrassment for a long time now. Same with the Pac-12 conference in general. A disgrace. I mean, who gives a shit about them anyways? Oregon maybe might be good this year. Maybe. Oregon and who? Who? (laughs) maybe Washington okay oh yeah everybody's picking Utah oh Utah's gonna be good wait till Utah just takes a big fat shit out on the field and then tell me how good Utah's gonna be um anyways getting back to that uh you know Coliseum number six that's fine we'll go Notre Dame the replica of the Bay House number five that's fine I'm good with that Clemson, because they've won so many national titles, I'll give them number four. Death Valley, they'll keep that title. Good. Good for them. Good. Touch a little stone. Run out there, do your thing. Who cares? Uh, Happy Valley, number three. I get that. The Whiteout, supposedly. There's a Michigan podcaster who seems to love all things Penn State and the Whiteout. You, he should do a locked-on Penn State podcast because this guy is a huge fan of of the whiteout, I mean, he—he he literally, it's like he gets way too excited for this game, like way too excited. I start to question some things like that when you start to see those things, right? Just like a preacher who hates gays too much makes you wonder what his real kind of uh, motivation is there. Um, so then we'll go to the shoe fine. You know, they you know, you can fill a bunch of mental rejects into one fucking stadium, have them spell out an easy word like Ohio. They get it. Okay, that's fine. You can, I mean, how easy are the, the color schemes? They're very, they're very easy. Red and fucking, or scarlet and gray. I'll give it to them. Let them paint their stupid fat faces. Let them get out there and make, they look like even more mentally challenged, uh, village people. Spelling out Y-M-C-A. Ohio. If you can't spell that right, go home. Which I think a lot of them can't. So that's why they name their fucking... Listen, when a college football team, their main... their, Their mascot is... Or their... Yeah, their mascot is a fucking nut. It's a nut, people. It's a poisonous nut. And we're... how are we losing to these fucking people it just drives me insane it it just it it hurts me in so many ways that we've lost so many fucking games to these assholes it really does because uh, have you ever argued with somebody who is so ignorant now listen i have a few ohio state fans that are my friends and i'm not talking about these people all right? So if you're listening, I'm not talking about you. I appreciate you as a person. And also, I have a personal relationship with you, and I know you're not a moron. But I can't say that for the rest of your fan base. All right? Plus, it's a Michigan it's a Michigan Maniac podcast. What do you think I'm going to do? Be so positive about Ohio State? Come on. If our friendship's tied to that, then whatever. Anyways. Same with my Notre Dame friends. I know I have a few Notre Dame friends out there. I hate Notre Dame, but I love you guys. So, you know, figure out where our friendship lies in there. Anyway, number one, the big house. Obviously, we <laughs> Michigan's just the best place to be. A2 is phenomenal, right? Never been there, but it's like my Mecca. I pray there every day at a certain time. God bless A2. Also, listen, we have the best fight song, Just Judge, Best Fight Song. You can check that out on Michigan Maniac fan page on uh, Facebook. Also, we have, listen, Michigan baseball, uh, national title game. Uh, Michigan basketball, uh, Sweet 16 last year, and then the year before that, national title game. Michigan football, back into the fucking, back into the thick of things, all right? We're getting, I mean, we're, we are the greatest college sports f- in general there is. So, of course, we have the best place to be. Now, listen, I wish we could have a louder audience. I wish we had more morons that probably were fans because nobody screams and cheers for a football team like idiots. No one does. Like, we're too, we might be too smart for our own good. We might be. We might be too smart, people. That's the last, that might be the only time you ever hear anybody saying that being too smart is a problem. But you gotta be a little on edge, a little mentally disturbed to really get in there. And the times that you need it, you know, when it's fucking two degrees outside and your team's playing like shit and you need to stop the other team at our five yard line, smart people aren't gonna do it. You need the big meathead knuckle knucklehead knuckle dragging motherfuckers out there screaming like like their whole world rely just like is right on that ball. You need you need us on that wall, right? You need us to scream and yell and make a just a fool of ourselves. That's where Ohio State in the shoe really is a hard place to play because it's 105,000 idiots all shoved into one horse-shaped bullshit area. It's called the horseshoe, and your team is a fucking poisonous, poisonous nut. There's nothing cool about any of it. None of it. Go Bucks. Go Bucks. Fucking idiots. Fucking idiots. But they scream and yell like nobody's business. I'll give you that. They are they are 100% focused. Got to give them that much. So come on, Big House. We need to get from number two to number one of this stupid Sports Illustrated bullshit. But the Big House being number one. So that's what annoys me, everybody. That's the first what annoys me uh, episode. More to come throughout this whole season and for the rest of time. Um, like I always say, though, guys. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine. God damn it, it is fucking great. You just gotta love it, eat it, just live it, just really be proud of it. And always and forever, Go Blue. Hey, welcome to the Michigan Maniac Podcast This is your host, Adam Brewer Uh, Before we get into the show, like we always do, let's do some housekeeping Uh, We've got a new feature, guys, if you want to leave me a message, please do it, don't waste this feature I want to hear from you guys wherever you listen to me go to the show notes right we all know where that's at go to the show notes of each episode regardless there will be a link for the voicemail portion if you want to get to it leave a voicemail please go to the show notes hit on the link it'll guide you from there on out to leave a message um Two, please go to the Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page on Facebook. I leave memes, questions, uh, posts, whatever. Anything Michigan-related, football, basketball, hockey, baseball, whatever it is, I leave it there. We talk. We have a good time. So please go. Leave a review. Also, wherever you listen to me, whatever platform this is. Spotify, Apple, uh Apple Podcasts, uh Podbean, uh you know, uh podcast addict or pod addict or whatever it is. Wherever Himalaya, wherever you listen to me. Go and leave a review. That helps with the uh with the little bots that pay attention to this shit and the whole thing and gets me viewed a little bit faster so this way we can get everything going all right be awesome now this is a new segment that i think is always going to be a part from here on out of the michigan maniac uh platform and that is (laughs) what annoys me now this could be long could be short don't really know but this is what annoys me right now all right uh a few subjects and then some stuff I actually kind of, I find kind of funny. Okay, one, what seriously annoys me, this Loxley guy, the head coach from Maryland, um, trying to talk smack to Gattis, our guy. I know they both come from Alabama. I know technically Loxley was the dude, the offensive coordinator for Alabama. Also, what I know is... Is that uh, Gaddis was supposed to be his offensive coordinator, leaving Alabama and going to Maryland. Uh, but our boy, Jimmy H., Jimmy Harbs, got in there, made a better deal, and Gaddis came our way. And let's face it, guys, if you're Josh Gaddis, <laughs> you ain't going to Maryland when you could either stay at Alabama. Or you can go to Michigan. Maryland is Maryland's known for nothing. She ain't going there. So already Loxley's kind of butthurt. And then Gaddis, you know, trying to pump himself up, try to make himself a little bit more legit in front of the Michigan media or the Big Ten media. He said that he helped call some plays. Well, I'm sure he did. I mean, he said he's got a ton of notebooks saying that he set up offensive game plans, and I'm sure Loxley's fucking pride got a little hurt. you know, oh, I'm the man I call plays, I do this, I do that well, last time I checked i and this is how little I care about Loxley I think he I think he coached somewhere else other than Alabama. I think he might have been head coach before that, and I'm pretty sure it failed miserably so. Who gives a shit if he called plays? He's at Maryland, all right. And if he called such great plays, then they would have beat Clemson. So let's slow down, Loxley. Gas is just trying to get his ball rolling. Cut the cut to do some fucking slack. And I sure do. This sounds like, to be quite honest with you, this sounds like a water boy situation. Uh don't know the name of the old. Uh, head coach that robbed the fucking Fawns of his green notebook but this is what this sounds like is that Loxley is playing the old fuddy-duddy from Dick dickhole university who fucking bullied up against the Fawns and ripped the Fawns from his uh little green notebook well you know what Gaddis isn't a fucking pussy like the Fonz, and he's holding on to that notebook, all right? Loxa, go fuck yourself. We'll see you in a couple weeks when we fucking douse you by like 30, all right? Keep your lame-ass fucking quarterbacks because we all know you your starting quarterback couldn't even complete a two-point conversion against Ohio State. So good luck trying to do anything and quit force-feeding me this fucking McFarland kid who can run. Whoa, amazing. You have a running back? Maryland's got a running back, everybody. Slow down. National title hopes coming up. Oh, some guy named McFarland. Who gives a shit when your defense sucks, your fucking offense it might be a little bit better, but you don't have a fucking quarterback to throw the ball, bro. You got that little dude, I, Pasquale, Paskin, pasdicky I don't know where the fuck his name is, but all he can do is hail Mary it, or he can't throw it five fucking yards. Good luck. Good luck, McFarland, trying to go up against nine in the box. Because last time I checked, you're not Bo Jackson, Adrian Peterson, any of these dudes. So good luck. Marilyn, welcome to fucking five and eight. Woo, Loxley's killing it. That's what fucking annoys me about Loxley an annoying person because I really do think there's something to this previous coaching job that he once had uh, it might be a little drug related, sexual related not sure, didn't do the homework uh, we can speculate but fuck it, who cares Loxley's a douche so let's go on another thing that was annoying the hell out of me and the only reason why this annoys me is because I noticed that other people have read this article and they use it as if It's scripture or something. Um, The 24-7 Sports uh, did an article on anonymous coaches talking about where they think Ohio State's going to be. Right? Oh, what's going to happen post Urban Meyer? Now, I'm pretty sure 24-7 thought they were talking to coaches throughout the Big Ten. I think they were talking to Ohio State coaches who just posed to be other coaches of the Big Ten. And that's how I want to believe it, because if other Big Ten coaches said the things they said in this article, then it is no wonder that these fucking teams, whoever they may be, suck dick, right? They say, oh, Ohio State's not going to miss a beat. Not That's the one that annoys me. All these other, oh, they're loaded, this, that, and the other. Oh, one dude actually said their offensive line is loaded. Last time I checked, they only have one returning starter from the offensive line from last year, which last year they struggled. So, one returning offensive lineman, and uh, they lost their fucking running back. They also lost two... Out of the three starting wide receivers, don't think they're fucking loaded, guys. Don't think so. And also, you say they're not going to miss a beat, and this is the one that pisses me off the most, because some dumb fucking moron that I work with, this big, tall, stupid idiot, had the nerve to fucking try and tell me that Ryan Day... Ryan fucking Day is as good as Urban Meyer? Listen, I hate Ohio State. I will never be a fan. But I'll tell you one thing. I know Urban Meyer is 10 times the coach Ryan Day is. And it's a fucking insult to that fucking cheating motherfucker, Urban Meyer to even have Ryan Day in the same convert fucking station. So, this tall moron that I fucking work with, he might as well just said, listen, I had more respect for him if he just said he doesn't like Harbaugh because he's like, well, Harbaugh's not going to be the man to get you a national title or even a Big Ten championship. Well, geez, let's just go with the popular opinion right now with all of Harbaugh haters, you dickhole. And he goes, wow, no, Ohio State's going to win the next four out of five Big Ten titles. Four out of five, four out of five Big Ten titles when Urban Meyer himself only won two. Ryan Day is going to double up Urban fucking Meyer. This dude is too dumb to live. And then I found out, I asked him, well, who's your college, Mr. I-know-it-all? He said USC. USC! Are you kidding me? USC and you think you know college football? Give me a fucking break. I don't want to hear anything from USC fans. God fucking forbid. You got a guy named clay running your team you don't even have ten dollars to rub together to fucking get a good coach you got to keep this idiot on your fucking staff and you're going to try and tell me that ryan day you're a fucking moron and then it only fucking makes it worse when anonymous coaches from the big say that they're not going to miss a beat they're not going to miss a beat you don't know, tell that to luke fickle I know I use this example all the time, but players do not guarantee wins. Great coaching guarantees wins when he's got good fucking players. A great coach can elevate the play of his players. A bad coach can fucking only stay stay level or decrease the level of success that his players will have. Ask Luke fucking Fickle. All right, ask him and see where he goes. Well, I know went John Cooper, then it went to uh, Sweater Vest, and once Sweater Vest left, left him cupboard full. Luke Fickle moves in, gets fucking six and six, leaves the next year, promptly Urban Meyer steps in, they go 12 and 0. Ryan Day is Luke fucking fickle. I don't give a fuck how loaded Ohio State is, which they're not. Because let's face it, Justin Fields doesn't fucking show up. And guess what? Bye-bye, Ohio State. You got two dudes who might as well be in the soup kitchen fucking ladling out or eating with the homeless because no one knows who the fuck they are is going to be your two other options if Justin Fields is a fucking bum. All right? A fucking bum. Bum. Now, giving into overrated, dumb, idiot, Ohio State wannabe quarterbacks, let's go to Tate Martell. This, I'm not really annoyed by. I find fucking hilarious. First of all, Tate Martell's a joke. I've always said that he looks like an albino rat, because he does. Look at him. Just take a look at him. If he... If he had red eyes, he'd be a rat. They're beady. He's a weird-looking guy. He's got that weird albino skin slash red hair ginger bullshit going on. And he talks so much shit for a guy who sucks, for a guy who just sucks. Case in point, I— Now, listen, I didn't do a whole history on dickhole Martell, but he got recruited, I believe, by Texas A&M. Went to Texas A&M, didn't like what was going on, transferred to, I believe, another school, and then transferred to Ohio State. I could be wrong on that. He could have just gone from Texas A&M to Ohio State. But seriously, who gives a shit? So he gets to Ohio State. Isn't good enough to beat out JT Barrett. Isn't good enough to beat out Haskins, obviously. Uh... Then he finally gets his shot, right? They find out Justin Fields is going to transfer to Ohio State. Well, Tate Martell, he should have known that he was not a big fan of the coaches if the coaches were allowing Justin Fields to feel like he had a shot at transferring to Ohio State. Because let's face it, a kid of Justin Fields, uh, uh, like hype, we'll say, could have gone anywhere in the nation if he wanted to the only reason why he transferred to Ohio State is because he knew he could just walk in and take over Martell leaves some stupid fucking tweet about hey man don't come back here you don't want to leave again or you don't want to fucking blah whatever he's trying to say don't come here because I got the job locked up Justin Fields applies into the transfer portal to go to Ohio State Tate Martell leaves and promptly leaves and goes to Miami. He talks a bunch of smack how he's the man, this, that, and the other. Instagrams him and his girlfriend. By the way, I'm sure Tate Martell is single because that hot piece of ass is not going to be sticking around with an albino rat who is the second-string quarterback of the U. All right? She was cashing in on a future paycheck that ain't going to be there. So, some dude... I don't know, some kid, I don't whoever he is, beats out Tate Martell for the starting job at Miami. It is so just so sweet when when just like life gives you those morsels of wonder, just wonderfulness that you can just eat and just enjoy. It's really just the greatest thing I have ever I, I've not ever seen, but it really just makes me feel good because I have a visceral reaction when I look at Tate Martell's stupid face. I really do. I I, I don't like him. I know nothing about this kid. He could be a phenomenal person. Don't like him. Don't care. Whatever. Um, Let's move on here. Oh, another thing that's really starting to irritate me since we're already on Ohio state are these fucking Michigan podcast guys or media guys that say, well, I can't pick Michigan to beat Ohio state until I see him do it. Well, you know, you picked fucking uh, You picked us to beat Notre Dame. We haven't done that in a couple years. We need to see proof every time we do something. Aren't you supposed like keeping it real is dumb. All right, legitimately, if I was going to keep it real, yeah, there's about two or three games that we're in real danger of losing next season or this this season coming up. Really, if we play like shit or if we don't show up, yeah. Absolutely, we can fucking lose. But guess what? I'm a Michigan fucking maniac fan. I'm a Wolverine. What am I supposed to say? Well, I can't. Nope, nope, Till they beat Ohio State. I can't. I can't do it. Will not put my reputation out there to say Michigan's going to fucking win. Listen, in the four losses... I only claim three losses because I do claim the one win in 2016 in which we were fucking robbed. Anyways, we'll go with the national media bullshit. And we'll say the four losses we've had to, know, to Ohio State. Two of them were super close. Two of them were blowouts. Right? First year, Harbaugh's year. That I, these are the four years I'm talking about with Harbaugh. Harbaugh's first year. Completely overmatched. That was a great Ohio State team. They were going to work us regardless. It just it didn't matter. We were going to lose that game.